grab me a beer and grab him a coke. We bout to sit for an hour bullshit and tell jokes. And please don't mix it up, cause he done sobered up. Brandon T. Comedy on your social media feeds. And Brandon Tess here, bitch, your ex drinking buddy. What's up, everybody? Welcome into another edition of Brennan Tassif is your ex drinking buddy. I'm your host, Brennan Tassif. If you are new to the program, I'll give you a quick rundown on another show. I used to be everyone's favorite drinking buddy. It was my favorite thing to do. Hang out with friends, talk shit, talk shop, get drunk, do drugs, get in all sorts of trouble and reminisce about crazy old stories. I am sober now, but that is still one of my favorite things to do. Hang out with a friend and reminisce about the good old days. Most weeks I will be joined by a guest. This week is no exception. All the way from New York City, hilarious comedian Max Fine. Oh my goodness, dude. I'm stoked. This is wild. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on, man. What's up? Oh, dude, I don't know. I, I, uh, just, just telling too many jokes, telling <laughs> too many jokes. <laughs> uh, oh before we get too far into it, plug everything up front. I know you run a show, you, social media, everything. Let everybody know where they can find you. Most definitely. Okay. My, my Instagram is find the profit. I got that from a Wu Tang Clan rap name generator. Um, uh, so you guys know what type of intellect you're dealing with today. Um, <laughs> 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 I got that. And then I run a show called Goon to a Goblin. Um, Lil Wayne reference. Oh, 100%. Dude. Yep. It's, it's my favorite line of anything ever. I've never known what it means ever, but it, what's it going to a goblin? Nothing. And that's what, that's what I put out, dude. July 14th, we have a great Daniel Simonson's headlining. Boom. Yeah, dude. It's going to be a great time. Backyard, $10, BYOB. There you go. That's it. Well, thank you so much for coming on. So you and I have been kind of circling this for a little while. Uh, we had to reschedule last week, but I appreciate your flexibility. Yeah, of course, dude. Where, um, we have run into each other a few times doing different shows and mics and stuff like that. Um, and I have always found you very funny. Thank you. Obviously. You <laughs> yeah. uh, but you have a darker sense of humor, which I obviously the listeners know I really, I really enjoy, uh, especially with some of the things that have happened recently. Right. And then you made jokes about it. <laughs> um, but tell everybody like where you're from originally. You, you, you're not from New York, correct? No, I'm from San Francisco. Okay. And then. When did you start? You moved to New York for comedy, correct? Uh, yeah. 100%. Okay. So tell everybody kind of how that happened, because I've had people on where they move for work, or they and then they fall into it. And but you, since you were younger, you've always wanted to do stand up. So I mean, I can't for starters, I can't stress how little I had going on. You know, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it wasn't like oh, dude, that or finance. Um, but. <laughs> I had... Um, so you were raised in San Francisco? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, went, I was uh, born and raised in San Francisco. Um, went to school at UC San Diego. Okay. Ended up with a degree in political science. Hey. Yeah, dude. That's what's up. <laughs> um, I'm glad we're not filming. Uh, for those listening, missed a, missed a terrible air high five on my end. Um, but yeah, I've always been... I loved... I mean, all my life. Like, I love comedy. Did you love uh, comedy or stand-up or movies or TV or all of it? Or how did that kind of happen? Sort of all. I mean, I grew up... I I grew up in a pretty, like, depressed household. A good household, but, like, a very sad... And it meant the world if you could, like, make me laugh. Like, if we could laugh... I was the same way. Like, it it was a good day. So, I mean... Any, I mean, I remember as a sixth grader, like, I, I was watching Carlin on YouTube. Okay. Just with my friends and... I... Homer and the Simpsons get Mal- Hal Malcolm in the middle, like all those like kind of like like dumb good characters, yeah. which just get me going. Um, and so I whether 
I did stand up in like fifth grade at talent shows with my brother. Okay, so you started then. I yeah, so I'd done I'd done a couple like once a year I would do like a sketch, like yeah. skit with my brother at our talent shows. Um, that are still a sketch, be- a sketch, uh, sketch. Yeah, yeah, whatever, a sketch, whatever you need. Skit, hundred percent. And it's still better than my material today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, but we did that. Um, but I guess I kind of had the mentality of like, like that's not a thing people do. You yeah. know, like you just like you go get a job and you. So I went to college. I got I had a full ride scholarship for the Navy. I was in NROTC. Okay. Um. It, you know, it didn't pan out. It so wait, let's, okay, we'll get into, we'll get back into the comedy thing, but I want to talk about this. So in San Francisco, that's a, that's a big Navy town, isn't it? No, 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 no. no I no. figured it was in a bay. I f- assumed. No, not, no, I didn't know anyone else doing it. So you did it through high school? Yeah. So, so were you pretty straight laced all through high school because you were in the NROTC? No. So this was in college. So NROT was, I didn't do it in high school. I did it in college. Okay. Um, I got a scholarship for it in high school. So wait, how did you even get a scholarship for it if you weren't doing it? So I just, I, I just, I heard about, it. I saw it on a YouTube video. Okay. I saw and then, the okay. So you've, you had an exposure to it and you were like, Hey, let me try well, this. Yeah. Let's find a way to pay for college. And yeah. So did you, um, when you got to college, because you were doing that program where you, you, I'm sure that's pretty intense. Is it yeah. not? You were getting up at like 4am a couple times a week and working out and I got a I mean, I got to shoot machine guns and fly on planes and go on tanks. And I was on a submarine for a day. Like, just not. So you were doing all that while you were still, like, doing regular college? Yeah. Okay. So it's just like any other, like, sport you'd be affiliated with. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. So, God, you just saw it on a YouTube thing and you're Uh like, that's what. I was like, I'll do that. (laughs) So so what ended up. So you didn't do like any partying or anything through college, did you? No, actually, no, not at all. So after I left that program. How far in were you? I did it for a year and about a half. Okay. And so I did. Fuck this, I'm out. Yeah, dude. I Yeah, no, dude. I was like, I get seasick. Uh, (laughs) Is Is that what you told him? No, I was like, I don't want to do this. And they were like, we get that. Uh, (laughs) I was, it just wasn't, it wasn't the right, it wasn't how I wanted to spend my life. And you know, the craziest thing about the whole, the whole thing is my whole life. I was like, I'll try stand up afterwards. Okay. I don't know why in my head I was like, I gotta go be in the Navy for five years to go to an open mic. But I was, I just had that mentality. Yeah. So I did that, and then afterwards I was like, well, that didn't work out. So then, so you get out of the program, but you're still going to school. Yes. Okay. So I, yeah, I'm still going to school, and then I decided afterwards that I was going to be in the FBI, and. <laughs> So still, you still have to stay straight laced. Yeah, 100%. I I got very far in the application. I actually, I took a, I failed the polygraph. That's why I didn't get, that's why I didn't get the job. And I was, I failed the polygraph. How did you fail the polygraph? I lied. About? Weed. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't, I wish it was like a better, like, so when I was a sophomore in high school, I got invited to one party, dude. Okay. Because I was in the stage crew and the president of the Ultimate Frisbee Club. So it wasn't like they were like You were the president of the Ultimate Frisbee Club? Dude, I don't have many talents, but I can throw a disc like you wouldn't believe. (laughs) Really? Oh, I'm so good at it. What the fuck is happening? I don't know. Uh, We can talk about drinking if you want. No, no. (laughs) Let's get back to the one. So you didn't really party much in high school either. No, 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 no. So let's talk about the one party you did go to. Yeah. So I was, when I was, I was a sophomore, my, when I, when I was a sophomore, uh, this is back in high school. We're we're going back in time. Yeah. In high school. And my stage group buddy asked me if I wanted to smoke and I said, yeah. 
and they then I got the joint, and then they made fun of how I held it. And to this day, I don't know how I held it. I'm like I blacked it. Like I don't know. I was you like, just blacked it out. Yeah, of your mind. I was like because they were like urinating. Like I I don't know if I held it like between my like pinky. And there. I have no idea. They're like I remember they said I looked French. Oh, like, you might have done the yeah, but so I didn't and I did, held it like that, and then I didn't inhale properly. So I didn't. You're get, a mess. I, I do it, dude. I was. I, yeah. I don't. You're I, a party mess. Yeah, dude. I was, no. And everyone's like, then they just took it from me, and I didn't get high. So in my head, I was just like, I didn't smoke weed. Yeah. And then so fast forward, all the so that was my only experience smoking weed up until the that polygraph. Like that was it. Yeah. So when do you take the polygraph? Like when are you doing the application for the FBI? That was. Are you like st- March of. 2021 oh okay so are you still so at that time are you still in school or had you graduated i'm i'm gonna graduate in like two months okay so you're on your way to graduating in may so before you graduate you're like hey i want to be in the fbi and they're like yeah "Yeah, we'll pluck you right out of school once you finish and then 100 percent. you got through the whole process i did the background check i did all of it and then i got up to the polygraph um so yeah it took like 10 it was like an eight month process yeah and I um I got to it and um again by the way I was like I'll be in the FBI for a couple of years and then I'll go do comedy yeah so like this was always so so comedy was always in your head just never a hundred percent I was okay. like I just got to do something else first um and then I'm so interested in this FBI thing so you you do you not drink at all in college I drank some in college okay. you could drink. Um, but I didn't smoke. I didn't do any other drugs. Okay. I drank very little. And then, well, also, this is a, a whole other side story. Um, I, when I was 20, I gave a kidney to a high school classmate. I one. forgot about that. You do talk about that on stage. So I can't. You like, were like in love with a girl or something, right? That's what they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what. That's oh, the, for everybody listening, that's the yeah, thing. Dude, Nobody uh, can believe yeah, that yeah, Max yeah, gave yeah, a kidney yeah, just yeah. to help out somebody. Yeah. Everyone's like, dude, what's your angle, dude? Uh, <laughs> Uh, I, I actually did forget about that until you just reminded me. So you already have to be kind of careful with exactly. your alcohol intake because exactly. you're only running on one. Exactly. Yeah, dude, half a tank. So it's, you know, it's, you know, it's, that's it. <laughs> that uh, one goes your fuck. Yeah, exactly. Oh, really, dude? Is There's no second chances. Also, by the way, though, the greatest excuse of all time to get out of drinking. Like, oh, yeah. Because people are like, why do you not want to drink? Like, you bitch. And you're like, I got one kid. They're like, how many do you have? Like, you're supposed to have two and then they just they're like i'm they're like i'm sorry i'll never drink again like they're yeah. apologizing it's the funny it's, it's one of those things where if you have an extreme enough story then oh. people will just leave you because a lot of times people are like oh i don't trust people who don't drink are you fucking pussy whenever anybody asks me if they ask me more than twice i'll be like the last time i drank i ended up in the er and was on the cusp of death and they're like oh sorry sorry oh yeah it's the best and thing. for you it's like yeah i have one kidney i'm and, not drinking and they're just like all right checkmate dude. yeah <laughs> enjoy <Yeah>. your evening <laughs> so you get to the polygraph right, right. You've only smoked weed once. You've only drank a handful of times. This yeah. is your entire co- – because right. a lot of times I'll have people on and they're like, yeah, I started drinking at like 13 or I started smoking weed at like 15. But you didn't have any of that experience. No. no. So you get to the polygraph and they ask you, have you ever done yeah, drugs I, I, or what do they ask? I What's think the question? I mean I signed a lot of NDAs. <laughs> oh, did you? All right. Well, then we no, won't talk about it. But I, I mean I don't have great memory neither. So I, they asked something – there, it was something about like my drug history. Okay, uh, and, and was, then you failed. I was yeah, I was just like because I I never been high. 
but I had smoked. And in my head, I was like, if you haven't been high, you haven't smoked. Yeah. And and according to the government, you very much have. <laughs> uh, they're like, you're lying to us. And you, because I just had this guilt in my head built up from it. Um, Did you know it was coming? Yeah. I mean, I figured, I mean, I truly in my head, I mean, I, I just convinced, like, obviously I should have disclosed. I mean, I was, I was, I was what? 21 dumb and you know i should have disclosed and i mean i'm you know and to the to this day that's the greatest blessing in my life not getting that job yeah so then you get rejected from that then you end up graduating from college and what is your first were you like oh well i said i was going to do comedy after all this other stuff but i might as well just do comedy now yeah i so i i failed that polygraph and i think i started doing open mics in san diego about two or three weeks later San Diego. Yeah. So okay. I did it for, I did it there very loosely. Like, You're from San Francisco, but this was in San Diego. Yeah. Cause that's okay. where I was going to school. A couple of, too, too many sands. It's, it's, it's ridiculous, dude. It's, it's, so you started doing comedy in San Diego? Yeah. I did it for like two months. Okay. For like a very, like I very, you loose. just, I mean, this was right. within the last two years. So you, right. Yeah. You're I'm newer still to comedy. Very new. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm like, I think I'm very close to Julia Katzner, like her timeline. Okay. Very, I like right in that ballpark. Okay. So, yeah. And it's it's so fun to see because when I started doing stand-up, and I'll sound like the old man, but when I started doing stand-up, I was doing like mics here and there and I'd get wasted and like go perform. But I was, stand-up was always the ultimate goal. But at the time, I just, to like many people, I just didn't know how to go about it. And so I was just like, oh, well, if I do open mics like every once in a while, I'm a comedian. And like I changed all my social media handles to Brennan T. Comedy, like the whole deal. You know, on Facebook, I put works at stand-up comedy. And I'm only doing like a mic every like two or three weeks. But to see what you and Julia, who we've had on the show, and like some of these younger, like the Village Idiot guys and the Hell Yeah Boys and like all those, like all those different people I've had on the show. It's so crazy to see because – from my experience doing the show is like, no, I decided I wanted to do stand up. So I immediately started doing like 10, 15, 20, 30 open mics a week and stuff. And it's like, no, this is now my life, which is so cool to see because, and I guess being in bigger cities and especially now being in New York, like uh, Billy Hawkman put it. And I said this on the last episode, but he said, being in New York city is like playing on all Madden mode. Like you have to either fucking want it or just get out of the way. Like nobody comes here to be like, Hey, I'm going to do a couple mics a week. Like, it's like, no, this is the life now. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. So you do it for two or three months and then you decided like, yeah. yeah. So you were staying in San Diego after you graduated. Right. And then you started there. And then once what happened, did your lease run out or were you getting ready to move or what happened? So I had a job working at a summer camp in Yosemite lined up that I was going to do. Um, that I worked as a kid. And I said, after that, I'll make that money. I sold my car, moved out here. Okay. So you did do, you actually did do the, the summer camp job. Yeah. I did the summer camp job. Cause just from our experience so far, you keep saying you're going to do jobs and then. No, yeah. I'm dude. I love quitting. I probably won't do comedy in like a week. (laughs) 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 It's my favorite. Everyone makes fun of quitters. They're the best. (laughs) They, they, it's my favorite thing. (laughs) (laughs) So then, I don't, I don't think I can work for the government. Anymore. I have to be on a list, dude. Yeah, there's <laughs> definitely a list somewhere. Yeah. Um, oh shit, I forgot to take my note out. Uh, so you come to New York, and what was did? Because do you live in the city or do you live in Brooklyn? Where do you live? I at? live in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Okay, so were you? Is that where you've been since you got here? Yeah. Okay, so how did that whole thing work out? Because I know this is kind of a minute detail, but I find these details so interesting. It's just like the. 
coming from the other side of the, the country to a new city, one of the more expensive cities in the world, like how did that how did that work out? Like how did you find a place? Did you room with somebody? Because I just Savannah and I were pretty well established as far as like income and taxes and all that kind of stuff, and it was still like health. For us to find a place. Sure. So I'm assuming coming straight out of college with no like job experience sure. or anything, how did that work out? So here's here's how I did it. Um, I was very, very lucky in that my best friend, um, it's my I've known him since I was, I mean, eight years old. He got a job out here as a consultant. So he was moving out here. And then another one of our friends who we worked at the summer camp wanted to move to New York. So we had a group. So I knew people that I wanted to live with. Um, so we decided we were all going to live together. And I remember I flew out here on October 13th and I crashed on the couch of a good friend of mine who was my freshman year dorm roommate. Okay. I stayed on his couch. We found an apartment within 10 days, actually two blocks from where I was crashing on the couch. So I already kind of knew the neighborhood. Yeah. So I got my apartment October 23rd and then I, between uh, setting up the apartment. Uh, I got a job working at Trader Joe's, which I I was lucky to get, dude. I no I, NDA there. Trader no, Joe's is the shit. I actually, actually, I swear to God, dude. We had our staff uh, orientation, and in the last fifteen minutes, our manager asked us, "Like, does anybody here have any questions?" And I swear to God, I raised my hand. And I was like, "I just want to. Do you guys just ask? Do you guys drug test?" And she was like, "Why do you ask?" And I was like, "I just want to see if you guys are cool." <laughs> Do they? Uh, no, dude. Uh, yeah, if you're yeah, anyone, yeah. anyone out there listening, um, it's a good company. But yeah, I got that. Um, well, I, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not even trying to be facetious. Like I have between you and a couple other friends that work for Trader Joe's, and then I like comics talk about like every time you walk in there, everyone's so happy, and it's like yeah, because they have benefits and they get paid a living wage, and like everyone gets the schedule that they ask for. Like people 100%. like working there. Yeah. No, it's like look, I mean, you know, you're not playing for the Mets, but it's like it's a good. It's good for what I'm doing, you know, yeah. especially I get nights off your schedule. I mean, I'm look, I'm not trying to sell people on Cherry Joe's right now, but it's a good, it's, it's good. I got it. Um, it's just, there's so many companies out there where like, yeah. like for instance, I'd never mentioned where I work, but the, the place that I do work is a swanky steakhouse, but it's like, there are no, like we, yeah, we make good money, but there are no benefits. There's right. no insurance. There's no like paid time off. Like sure. if I twist my ankle and I can't run around the restaurant, I'm fucked. Yeah, dude. It's, but it's like, it's, it's, so it's cool that you've got the schedule you do so you can do comedy, but it's also one of those things where you're like, yeah, if I wanted to quit comedy, this is a real job. Right. Right. I mean, God, dude, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, next week you're going to ask how to get into management once you quit yeah. comedy. Oh, uh, no. Oh, Dude, I, that's a whole other thing. I don't think they're looking at me and they're like, this guy's promotion ready. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you got the job mm-hmm. and did you, you had the job. Did you get the job before you got the place or did you get the place before you got the job? Or did it all kind of happen in the same? Yeah, I, within the same week. Okay. I can't remember the exact order. And uh, so now then you get the place in Williamsburg and now what is the first couple of weeks like? Are you like, all right, it's time to do like what I came yeah, here for? A hundred percent. So all I right. did. I... Flew out October 13th, found the place October 23rd, did my first open mic in New York November 1st. Okay. So I got And then you just hit the ground running ever since? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I was terrified. I mean, I was like, I was, you know, I had very little experience. I had, I didn't know comics out here. I didn't, you know, and everyone, I mean, and you'll see people, I mean, it's the craziest thing because I remember I went to a couple of, I mean, you'll see people who are just, I mean, just 
just race, just like it blow like speeches. You're like, dude, this this feels angry, you know? Oh and, yeah, and just and then I didn't know where you were going with that. No, yeah. no, you'll just see some of the most hateful thing, and then the next comic, you'll be like, you'll be at JFL like next week, like yeah. like just this like this. Yeah, that's so weird because there's. There's a nice filter with some of the paid mics because it does filter out like some of the insanity, mm-hmm. but it's bizarre. Yeah. Because like, literally like you're talking about, like you'll see some guy go up and it's like, oh, you hate women. You yeah. hate These anyone are of color. Yeah. <laughs> like this is not like you're trying to be, which I understand because when I first started doing comedy in 09, I was very much like, oh, I'm going to be like shocking, like crazy. Like you guys won't see this coming. I had bits like, oh, well, if my girlfriend gets raped, that's cheating. So we're going to break up like terrible, like yeah. garbage. And I look back on that. I'm like, that's fucking disgusting and right. horrible but then i'll see comics today and they'll do similar things and it's like oh you're brand new yeah but even then like then you'll see someone like we were talking about earlier like eric walsh go up and he's just like meticulous like bang 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 and you're like oh this guy's got like 130 followers on instagram but he's one of the funniest people yeah. i've ever seen in my life it was it was also coming from san diego in terms of like that scene like there's like just people like not even the people crushing though. I mean, like you'd be headlining over, like just the like the level of talent here. It it's every so much. So it was incredibly intimidating. Um, but I was, I mean, it was kind of good that I moved across the country to do that because I was like, well, I have to go. Like yeah. I have, and then and then you find, and then one person will learn your name, and then you'll be like, oh, maybe I'll run into so and so, and then you get excited, and then you build the community, and then. The nerves, I mean, the nerves, they're still there, but then they slowly go away. And then, Well, and it's know. hard, too, because we've talked about this before, and I'm sure you've experienced it because we were talking about this before we came on. But you'll go to certain mics, and, like, those are your mics. You kind of know a lot of people who are there, and everyone says hi, and you all start following each other on social media. And it's like a little group. Mm-hmm. It's like a family within the subset of, within the subset of the scene that is New York comedy. 100%. But then I'll go to, like, new mic. Like, I'll force myself to get us out of my comfort zone. I'll be like, I'm going to go to a new mic. And I'll literally, like, pace outside chain smoking. And then I'll just be like, nah, fuck this. I'm going home. And, like, I just won't do the mic. And it takes so much for me to force myself to walk into the front door and get – so now that I've been here for a year and I go to, you know, not a ton of mics, but I still go, you know, like I said, I try to hit double digits every week. But now I've met a lot of people between right. you and Julia and like I said the hell yeah guys the village idiot guy like there's so many people that I've met that now if I show up to a mic and there's people that I know I'm like oh thank god right oh, because yeah. then you feel more comfortable because I've done mics where you don't know anybody and you get the vibe of like who the fuck does this person think they are and no one will laugh and they'll go out of their way not to even smile and it's like oh you guys just don't like me the difference between knowing nobody and knowing one person is astronomical. It's, it's insane. And and that's but that's the thing is you just have to bite that bullet. Yeah. And you will not know some people for a while. And it sucks, but it you'll get eventually you get used to it. hundred percent. So you're coming up on two years now, right? In no, no, no. In New York? No, I moved here. You said twenty twenty. No, no, 2021. I moved here October 2021. I'm oh, still so, fresh. Okay. I'm still. Okay. I'm still. I'm sorry. I thought you said 20. When no, did you graduate? 21. Okay. I, I'm graduated 21. So you just graduated like yeah, I'm still, a year ago. Yeah, a year ago with a proud political science degree. <laughs> That's paying dividends. That's mine. Yeah, it's mine too. Uh, Wait, what was your focus? 
Uh, mine was international studies, oh, okay. Eastern Europe. Okay. I was, uh, oh, I minored in Russian, actually. Did you? Yeah. Mine was because my uh, my dad's side is uh, from the former Yugoslavia, so I oh. wanted to learn about the Balkans and all that kind of stuff. Oh, dope. Okay. Not really. Civil War, death, genocide. Sure, not sure, sure, sure. Dope <laughs> isn't how I would describe it. <laughs> Freaking gnarly. Uh, <laughs> you know Russian, though? Uh, a li- very. I was gonna study abroad in St. Petersburg. Okay, what was your focus? Uh, public policy. Okay. Yeah. Um. I. I don't know. I don't know what that. I, the only thing I know how to say in Russian is "очень приятно." Oh yeah, dude. "очень здравствуйте" means "good max." Yeah. I like to do that. I, I. To be honest with you, the only reason I know that is from Burn Notice. My, Look, one of my favorite th- shows. Yeah, that's. That is a peculiar reference, dude. <laughs> it's not every day someone's like, you know, you know, great, great television burn notice. <laughs> oh, I've been made fun of so much on this show because I bring it up every once in a while. USA? But, <laughs> yeah, USA Network, man. Jeffrey Donovan, Bruce Campbell. Uh, oh, dude, we've exceeded Gabriel my references. Onward. Uh, anyway, let's get back to you. So living in New York now, coming up right. on a year yeah. uh, in the couple of months. Yeah. Did you expand your horizon? Because I know you have the kidney issue and everything like that, but did you start drinking more? Did you start partying more? Like, how did you ingratiate yourself into the comedy scene, just doing open mics? And for everybody listening, I don't want you to get twisted because Max said he's only been doing comedy in New York for a little while. You are, I'm not trying to blow smoke, but you are incredibly funny. That's why I wanted to have you on the show. There are plenty of people who asked me on the show, and I'm like, you're fucking dog shit. (laughs) I just say, no, I'm incredibly busy. I'm sorry. Uh, No, that means, look, I mean, I couldn't believe I got asked. I'm so stoked. Between the serial killer bit that you have and then everything that happened with your late father, and then you made jokes about it on stage, I was like, I got it. This has got to come on the podcast. Yeah, that is a head scratcher, dude. Trying to figure out how to make the dead dad funny. But we're working on that um it, i mean a lot of your stuff is so far has been really good on it as far as on stage like thanks the, yeah especially it, the phone call one i oh, love that we won't burn it but it's, sure sure it's sure, very sure. Funny. um so did you start going out more did you start partying more what happened no i mean i tried to i wouldn't say partying partying definitely not but i mean definitely you're always grabbing a couple beers you know yeah. what i'm saying like i think that's kind of you're always you know because it's it I mean, I'm sure you know this in this business. And if you, the moment you say no to something, if you say no to something the first time, you don't get asked again. Yeah, absolutely. So you're, you know, especially in that first year. I mean, because again, I I know my, like, I have so much to learn and and it's going to take a very long time, but I'm enjoying the process of learning. So a lot of it's just saying yes and trying to try uh, to do new things. Yeah. um, But no crazy. I mean, I was never one to cry party a ton to begin with um and not like those invites are lining up they're not there's not been these big comedy soirees where someone's like someone get max here dude <laughs> <laughs> somebody call max yeah, yeah. now this is actually i have a whole bit about there's there's another max, max fine i've got invited to several things in his name like dms from have you like, shown up i know do you I, always clarify or i did i didn't once uh, and it was from someone with a blue check mark and i was like i was they were like hey max you gotta come to my birthday party i was like i do you know I was did like, you know this person no idea dude okay uh, but it was no but i'm saying did you know who it was you said blue check no marks. no i that's what confused me more it was just okay. someone doing well for themselves but you had no idea <laughs> no, who they were. They were, they were like dude <laughs> they were like you better come to this does the, the other max fine does comedy as well doesn't he yeah he headlined my first show so i did my whole bit about him and then i was like 
uh, and your headliner, give it up for Max Fine. And it was a very funny, he crushed, and he's the best guy. And he's so funny, dude. And he, and we're kind of similar, which is like, it's very eerie, dude. It, that is weird. It's, it's a good time. Um, so I know, like you said, you're trying new experiences and you're right. not, you, you don't get too fucked up, but you did send me a couple of stories I wanted right. to talk about. So I don't know if I want to go in chronological order or not. The first one I want to do though is the, um, I think I'm going to end on the Japanese story. Sure. Uh, that one to me looks like the best one. Right. It probably is. But, um, <laughs> so we'll go to Japan at the end, but before sure. we do that, let's go to Alcatraz. So this is something that right. you sent me. Um, was this the... So tell everybody what happened at Alcatraz. Sure. Um, for, yeah. So I do drink, like, but it'll be like in pockets. Like it'll yeah. just be like that was a weird day, dude. Uh, kind of like that mentality. But I, I much prefer smoking weed. Like okay. it's easier like, on the kidney. Yeah, it is, dude. It's it takes one out on the lungs, but it really like I don't I I have I I have a good time. Like it's just like I'm just enjoying myself. Um, when did this happen? This story. This happened. This happened over. Last summer, so okay. like August 2021. It's so weird because you were so straight-laced for so long. Most of these stories, I'm assuming, happened within the last year. Yeah, they're pretty uh, – some of them are pretty – most of them are pretty – none of them are high school. None okay. of them are high school. Um, and then they're kind of spurred out into college. Uh, but this one, so the first time I ever got stoned, my roommate and I, um, we took like a bunch of edibles. Um, and you went out – you went back to the West Coast. Yeah, so we were in San Francisco. This Visiting was like family or just kind of – No, this was like a week before we moved. So we finished okay. the camp and we were getting our stuff together. Got and it. We, so we took he, – he, we took a bunch of edibles and then just as a group, we went on a tour of Alcatraz. Uh, Why? <laughs> just because we were like, that's what we should do. And it was whose idea was? I have so many questions. Whose yeah, idea was it? It wasn't. I'll tell you what. It wasn't mine. It okay. was. And also, it's like that classic story. I was like, these aren't working, and they very much were working. And you then we, did. yeah, we got off the bus, and like the whole time, I was like, we were on this island, this prison island. I was like, this blows, dude. Like, like we're just one. I just wanted snacks the whole time. <laughs> there are no snacks. Yeah, and I, I saw like these beds, and they were all in cells. I was like, what are we doing here, dude? Why are we in prison? Like, why are we, we're just. It's my like. Like, I'm just staring at birds. And also, so there's a tour you're supposed to go on with headphones. But we didn't, we entered the wrong way and went in backwards with no head. So we went through the tour backwards. With, with no headphones. With no headphones. So we were truly just stone walking through a prison <laughs> with no information. Like, it was just, and we were just, this is the worst day. And then, um, the whole bit becomes something when yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't but, have to burn it i just it, but that's so that was the first time i ever got high is i wandered through alcatraz that's with insane a to me it was it was a lot of fun i mean and then we got um oh then we got halal guys afterwards okay yeah, there it, you go that was a good nightcap um <laughs> <laughs> uh, tell me uh this is weird because you, you sent this to me and I, this is the only time you ever blacked out when did this happen this happened. When did this happen, dude? Uh, this a week ago. I, yeah, bro. <laughs> probably. Um, what was the? This was probably like December twenty twenty one. So where are you? What's going on? This like is what, in what San is Diego. The, this is with the same friend. That's kind of a theme. Is okay. when I'm with this friend and he's like, because because I'm the wet blanket of our group. Like, well, yeah, you're missing a kidney. Yeah, exactly. So my buddy, whenever he doesn't want to do something, he always says, I'll go if Max goes because he knows I'm a lock for a no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
so he he puts me in. Um, so one he was just we threw this he put this soiree together. And we were in like a beach house that he he put together. And there's probably like, I don't know. Like this eight. is back home? This is in San Diego. Okay. I, there's probably like eight. So wait, this is people. before you moved? Uh, Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is when I was still in college. Okay. So this, so he put it together and he um got a bunch of his college friends and I came along. And I just, I mean, I just didn't stop. Like you ever just, like I was just kept drinking. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. I, like, very familiar with that. I was about that. to say, I was about to say, you know, preaching to the choir. So, <laughs> but I. Did you ever just not stop? Yeah. But to me. Most I, of my 20s. Right. I, I always, I always go, oh, that's enough. And that day I was like, nah. And nah. I, just, <laughs> I just kept doing it. And I don't, to this day, I have no idea how much I, but like. Because I never experienced blacking out, and I didn't even know I Were blacked out. Were you terrified when you woke up the next day? No, I felt good, dude. Okay. I felt – I here's where I got terrified. It's because someone's like, yeah, dude, we had to get you from out in the garden. And I was like, I was in the garden? Like, that's – as soon as you're like – people are telling you things, you're like, I was there. Yeah. Um. I oh, Yeah, that's something I'm very familiar with. But I just – Dude, you took my car. What? I yeah. drove? Yeah, and dude. it wasn't my car? <laughs> I stole your car? <laughs> I can drive. Um. I – what was it? I so you just kept drinking all day. Yeah, all day, all when, night. When did you black? Like, what was the last thing you remember? So that's what was interesting about it is I had also never smoked a cigarette before, and my friend uh, offered me a cigarette, and I was like, "Of course, dude." You know, yeah, yeah we went in Rome, and um, <laughs> so he offered it to me, and then I remember grabbing it, and then the only thing I remember afterwards is seeing the Breaking Bad credits, like you know how there's that. And there's yeah. that smoke, and I just see that. Like that's like that's where it that, was on TV, or you just saw it in your in head. In my or? head, like oh, it just God. phased into that, and then I woke up on the couch. And <laughs> <laughs> um, but apparently, the whole night I was playing beer pong and just yelling Jumanji, <laughs> just at people. Um, and I, I hugging. Are a you lot. a big fan of? Well, you're too young to remember the never. I I hadn't even seen the films yet. I was just <laughs> <laughs> I just enjoyed. I just Jumanji, yeah, dude, and and actually, what's funny is I told the FBI about that, and they're like, "So you have a drinking problem?" I was like, "I don't think so, dude. I think I just maybe a Jumanji problem." (laughs) (laughs) Um, So wait, because you got blackout one time, they said you had a drinking problem? Yeah, they weren't a fan of that. God, talk about a bunch of squares, dude, over there. Squares. Don't worry, your country's safe, dude. I wouldn't. (laughs) It's a bunch of a bunch of squares. Yeah. Uh, Um. So speaking of blacking out, you didn't black out on this one, but you got pretty drunk. What happened on Mother's Day? Mother's Day. Was this his last Mother's Day? No. So this was. What? This was. This was. This might be the farthest one back. This was okay. like a, several years ago. Okay. Okay. Um, so younger, still in like starting out in college. Yeah. Yeah. Probably in college. I was with the same friend, and God, he. You should get him on here. Um. He's. 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 He has a problem. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh. He. Uh. We were just at. It was Mother's Day. And we left our all our respective mothers to go to our friend's basement to play beer pong. Um, but then they were out of beer or whatever, so we substituted, like, bagged wine, Ugh. which is not a substitute. It's just – it's flat out not. And we – I've never played more beer pong. Like, we just played game after game after game after game of wine pong. And, uh, like, like, it just hurt, dude. Yeah. Like, it, like, it hurt. Um, my, and so I went home afterwards and 
this is how you know I didn't drink that much because, and this is how I realized because I went to my bed, which is just a mattress in the corner. I broke my bed frame in fifth grade, and I was like, you know, I'm not gonna fix that. And um, and I so I was lying in the corner of my room. I was like, oh, this is not going well. And so I like I army crawl like over to my like march of the penguins over to my trash can. <laughs> <laughs> just I'm gonna take care of this. And I get to my trash, and I realized that my mom, when I was a kid, bought, like, one of these artistic, like, trash cans that had, like, a bunch of the holes in it. Oh, no. And I had no bag in there. Oh, no. And so I just, it turned into a cheese grater, dude. And it, oh, uh, no. And it was, and that's how you know, because I was, I never real. I was like, why would you make a thing that's meant to enclose have holes? I was just, I was beside myself. And my younger brother, who who does do a fair amount more partying than me, I mean, you know, it's not it's not a high bar. But <laughs> yeah. uh, he he, he goes to, out once a week. Yeah, he's yeah. a crazy. Oh animal. yeah, dude. Oh yeah. No, it was, I remember my mom. Like my mom was like, you should do more. Like people in my family, are like you should like like you're boring, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you're making us look bad. Um. So that was, and I just remember my brother had to clean it up. It's basically like that's my drinking. Is like just one day I'm like, all right, dude, let's, let's go. Just, let's just do all of it, and then not let's like let's not drive, let's not get in trouble, but let's just let's just make an ass of ourselves. Well, uh, speaking of that, right? There's another time, but this actually turned out well, right? Um, so this is when you were in college, yeah, yeah, and uh, what happened? With the improv performance. Right. So this was COVID. Um, so I did improv for a little bit in uh, college and then COVID really kicked that out. Um, okay. But for a while we were trying to like, it was like, we were trying to like sort of like long distance it. But yeah, like, do it Zoom and stuff. Yeah. Zoom. Imp- and people, people complain, comedians complain about Zoom stand up. Let me tell you, dude. Zoom improv hurts your soul, dude. It was sounds it, impossible. It was the worst. And it called, I mean, it's not like we're middle edition short, like we're college level improvisers doing this on zoom for i mean the, our greatest friends in the world they'd watch it i mean i mean it was terrible how many views were you getting the i mean eight like yeah. <laughs> that's like when we started uh i started uh, i do a sports show as well and that's on my uh that's on a podcast network and i remember when they first started the podcast network we would do like twitches and stuff and i'm like there's five people in here and three of them are us right like what are we doing guys right yeah like this is Oh, a hundred percent. No, it was, it was of that. This one I think had more because it must've been like one of the first ones we did, but it's always the first one that gets a right. ton and you're like, Oh, this is great. Yeah, and dude, then, People love us. And then yeah. the next one's like three and you're like, ah, that was, they saw it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I don't know why, but I was just sitting on my porch and I decided I had a can of Arizona and we bought a bottle of proper 12 uh like conor mcgregor's whiskey conor mcgregor exactly i'm a i've never seen a fight but let me tell you it makes a mean whiskey and so we just he's I, a mean dude yeah dude he yeah he would i would love to see him do an open mic i think that would be a lot of fun <laughs> side uh, note i had um it's a bit that i'm working on now but it's a true story i had cave on uh Thibodeau, number five pick for the giants in the restaurant and I had mentioned that I – it's a whole bit. You're going to have to see it one of these days. But I had mentioned that I do comedy. I saw that on your story, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and he was like uh, – he's like, I want to – I'm going to do – everyone says I'm funny. I'm going to do comedy when I get done playing. And the same same exact thought came in my head. I was like, I would fucking love to yeah, see yeah, you get on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that, that whole like, hey, I'm the number five overall pick only lasts about a minute. And right. And then people are going to be like, and? 
Right, 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 right. Like, you got to go play. Like, Yeah, like, uh, come on. Same thing with Connor. He'd probably, like, yell and scream, and then people would be like, all right, what's now? Yeah, what's yeah, next? Yeah, dude. Let's, let's, what's your setup? Uh, <laughs> so you have the Arizona tea. Right. I have a, like the proper a, number 12. Yeah, and I just make a concoction that really would knock your socks off. And I was having a blast, dude. And this is, like, just Is this by, before the... Yeah, so we have that Zoom improv show that night. And I'm just getting. I mean, I'm. I was plastered. What time? You said you were outside sitting on the porch. So what time is this? Like noon? No, this is probably like 4 p.m. Okay. And what time's the Zoom show? Eight? No, probably like 5 p.m. Oh, okay. <laughs> it wasn't. So it was like it well, was, You don't drink very often, so a couple. No, of, and then yeah, you factor in that one kidney, dude. Like it'll it catches up. So I was like I was gone, and um, so I remember the show started. And every time my character went off screen, I was going to the bathroom. So I was just running. I was like, I was like, oh, dude, my character's got to go. And then I would just take a pee and then I would run back on. Really? Oh, yeah. I've had no one's ever had more fun on an improv show than I did that night. <laughs> I was I was I remember I think someone said, woe is me. And I said, oh, my character's name is who is you? And like they just like my whole like everyone that I'd ever done improv with was like, what are you doing, dude? And I was. I was just laughing. Like I was just made, like I turned my computer up. So, like I was just, I was just like, I was improvising. Like yeah. I was like, I couldn't tell you my own name. Um, and the best part about it is I, like, I didn't, like, I didn't remember. I got about four or five DMs saying that's the best show you've ever done. Really? Yeah. And, and you don't remember it. No, I guess I've blacked out more than once. Then. <laughs> <laughs> but that was, uh, but I, I never, I've never drank or gotten drunk before going on stage. Yeah. Like for comedy, I just I don't want to get into that. Yeah, it's a weird it's a weird world to be in because the first god like five years I did stand up or no I guess the first three years I did stand up I was always blacked out. Right. Yeah, because I started first open mic I ever did I was hammered. Then all the open mics after that I was hammered. Then I remember I moved to Oklahoma City to live with my cousin who's been on the show before. He's the person who got me to stand up when I was like 12 years old. He showed me like Comedy Central Presents and stuff. And I remember when I went to Oklahoma City, I'd just get wasted and like run the light. And I've lost a lot of weight and gotten in better shape. But I was like a big old – like I was a fat back then. But I was still like a big dude right. who played college football. So no one was like – Hey, get this fucking – everyone's just kind of like, God, your cousin's a dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd like do an Arnold impression for like 12 minutes. Sure. On a five-minute mic. <laughs> Even better. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just – it was not a good thing. And I remember at one point my cousin was like, hey, man, I know you're funny. Like we write together and stuff. Like I know you can do comedy. Like if you – and you've been doing it for a while. Like if you can stay sober for 30 days, I'll – reach out to people and I'll start booking you on actual showcases. Right. Because this whole open mic fiasco is terrible. Right. And I was like, all right, bet. I love comedy more than anything. I'll do that. I made it like 28 days and then started drinking again. And he was like, what happened? And that's actually the moment I realized I needed to go to rehab because I was like, I don't know. Sure. Because I could not, even for comedy, the thing I care about most in this world, I couldn't stay sober. So that's when I was like, oh, fuck, maybe I have an issue. And then... I got sober and then I started performing sober and I was like, this is easy. Right. Like when you're sober and your thoughts are coherent and you can actually like set up, punch, timing, like you can read the room. I was like, comedy's so much easier sober. <laughs> this is different. Man. Yeah. And then Damn. I started drinking again. And at that point I was like, I have too much respect for comedy to get on stage drunk. So I just never, I, that's the, when I tell people I took like three and a half years off. 
that's the time because I was like, I'm not going to get on stage drunk, but I could not stay sober for longer than a couple of months. So I just never, I got on stage, maybe in that three year span, I got on stage maybe like three times. And one of them was a horrific experience where I, I basically torpedoed a show for Dusty Slay in Jacksonville, but it wasn't that bad. But I, in my head, it was terrible, but it, it wasn't that bad. It's always worse in your head. Oh, it's, so much worse. You're always, I mean, when I, when I bomb and I, and I'm like, like I'm, I'm like, I've ruined people's year. Dude. Yeah. Dude, it's so bad because like, I, I guess that's the trade off is when I would get on stage drunk, it was like, I didn't give a shit. So right. it could go however it went. But when I get on stage sober and I don't do well, I'm like, oh, I, I should, I'm not going to quit comedy. So I guess I'm just going to go kill myself. Like there's no other, like, I don't know what to do now. You, it is, it's a very weird feel. Like it's not, I mean, you don't feel good, but you're kind of. For me, because I've done so, – I've quit so many other things. <laughs> <laughs> like I'll bomb and I'll just go, at least I'm sucking at what I want to be doing. That's true. That's a great way to look at it. And you just, it's you, a very glass half full. You're just – you're just you you drop the pass, but you were in the game. Yeah. Like, and you there just, you go. You just keep moving. But it, I tell this to people though. Bombing – bombing as a comic is you – know, it's that. Bombing as a host of a show – you're like, I should get a different drink, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Have you done that before? Oh, yeah. Because you run your own show. How has that been going? It, so we've done – we did one full show and in, I – In the rain, I saw that. In the rain, yeah. we. So I spent my whole day setting up tarps, dude. And I – to everyone that's ever produced any – I mean, the amount of respect I have for you is – It's insane. That's it, why I don't run shows. My friends want me to start doing like shows and I'm like, I'm not. I've done it before. It, there's so much that goes into it. it. My hat is off. That's why I have people who run their own shows on here because I'm like, promote the shit out of it. Put me on it. Do whatever you want. But I'm not fucking ever running a show. It's, no, it was – I mean, I – the show started and I was like, oh, good. I'm done. And then I was like, oh, I got to go do comedy, dude. Like, I got to go host. Yeah. And I couldn't – I forgot my entire – I, for, I couldn't tell you my own – I have a whole bit about the other Max Vine that I only told – because he was standing there and pointed at himself. People were like whispering like Alcatraz. Like my friends that are hard in my – because I couldn't – I did three minutes on tarps, dude. Because I'd just been putting up tarps. And my friends came up to me after the show and they're like, hey, dude, I really like that tarp material. I was like, I was like, what material? <laughs> I was like, it was – What material? Yeah, it was – it was insane. I mean, I we we got it all set up for the night. We got a, someone is hosting it. We got people at the door. Like, cause the other time I was the I was the MC. I um, set up the thing. I um, was the doorman. I was set up all the chairs. I was doing sound, like all that stuff. That's the thing nobody ever realizes is how much work goes into anything, especially right. in show business, comedy, entertainment, whatever you want to say. But it's like. We were talking about this before we came on, but people are like, you have to do video. And I'm like, yeah, that's easy for you to say at a fucking mic where we're all just shooting the shit like, oh, you have to do video. Right. Oh, why? Because Segura, who has his own studio with his wife, Christina, they they do video? Yeah. Or because Rogan does video? Or like Sam and Mark do video? It's like, yeah, those are established comedians who make thousands, yeah, if right. not hundreds of thousands, right. if not in some cases millions of dollars off their podcast. Right, right. I was like, I'm paying for this with my server money, dog. <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. Oh, like, yeah. You want me to do a three-camera shoot, hire an editor, hire someone to like shoot, actually shoot right. it? Like, you want me to do all that? Like, you're out of your fucking mind. I mean, and it's true. Like, object, yeah, it's better. It's yeah, 100%. I, I completely I, agree I, with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. But, and it's the same thing when you produce a show. It's like, oh, 
do I want to do all this myself or do I want to hire someone to do the sound, to do the chairs, Get to take lighting. tickets, to do the lights? Yeah. Like It's like, oh, yeah, there's a ton that goes into right. this. No, you just start making a list and it does not end. Yeah. And, uh, and I mean, it's the same thing with it. Like I said, I experience it with the podcast because every time I do something, I'm like, all right, this is cool. We're moving forward. People are like, oh, you should try doing that. And it's like, go. Oh, yeah, you know yeah. what? Why don't you do something yeah, yeah, with yeah, your yeah. life <laughs> instead of just showing up to ten open mics a week? Why don't you actually fucking go do something? Get at, yeah, let's get angry. Woo! Let's Sorry. get fired up. Let's anyway, get, I I hate comedy. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so the next show you said is uh, July twenty fourth, fourteenth, fourteenth, July fourteenth. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. All right, yeah. and then um, there's one more story I want to get into. We, sure, we have plenty of time to do it. Uh, I'm way more interesting sober. Like my drunk stories. Like this. That's what I this mean, one seems hilarious though. That one. That that one's probably my best one. Wait, that's why I saved it for the end. God, I'm getting so good at this. You did crushing it. Crushing uh, it. When, how long ago was this? Because you put ex-girlfriend in here. Yeah, we're not, you know, we're not doing so good anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think, I mean, I you know, maybe she's really um, missing me. Um, <laughs> this was. You think she'll listen to this? No, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I blocked her. I blocked her on everything. Not that she, you, I was just, you know, we can get into that. Um, but. <laughs> this was in 2020. Um, so this was the summer I gave a kidney. So this was really one of the first times I got drunk. And this was my girlfriend um, at the time. And I, lo- I loved her, dude. Like, I, I, I think I learned a lot from, like, you can you can't have someone be your everything. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, oh, a hundred percent. And I you was, can't have something be your everything either. No, you need a balance. But it's easier though. It's easier if it's something. Yeah, because that's too much pressure to put on someone. That's true. That's it, very well said. Because yeah, when it was my drinking and drinking was everything that destroyed my life. But now comedy, it's one of those things where it's it's like the podcast, it's stand up, it's ta- it's it's spread out. Exactly. I'm not dumping it all onto one thing. Exactly. And, and I was so lost with my life because at this point I left ROTC and I didn't know where to go with my life, but I knew that I loved her, and so I was holding on to like her, Lenny uh, and uh, Lenny of my um, from of my sin man. Yeah. No, it's I mean it ended better than that. Uh, <laughs> she's not dead no I you know no uh, I was gonna make a joke let's just clarify <laughs> I was let's, make just, it. let's just she's alive and well uh, <laughs> um, in my basement in uh, my, yeah dude I've, yeah, I've, do you know how many people in New York I've t- told that I look that I tell that I look like a murderer a lot it's the craziest thing you got just, a whole five minutes on it yeah, it's it. so much dude just to be going around into this city and be like I murder a lot of people and everyone's like I get it <laughs> I was I was re- I didn't realize I looked how much I looked like a serial a serial killer and then I was reading a book that was just called Homicide and it was in red letters and I was reading it on the train I wondered like no one would sit next to me <laughs> yeah because you got those the glasses no, the, and glasses, the build the, and the whole thing dude this and um but anyway that's you know that's just a hobby um. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I, uh, so you guys are together. This is summer together. 2020. Yeah. So I hadn't seen her the whole summer because she took an internship in Japan. Um, she's half Japanese and she had a family member. I, I mean, it was so, I didn't think about this until you asked me, like, think about times you got drunk and this didn't come to mind. Um, but so this one, uh, um, so I was in San Francisco recovering the whole summer from the surgery and I was going to go visit her in Japan for two weeks. Um, and when I got there, 
we were in very different places in our relationship. Like I was still in love with her and she was over me. But she we had kind of, were you guys broken up at the time? No, no. So you guys were still together, we, like still texting and. Yeah, we would break up within the next two months. Like I, she had moved on without telling me and I. That's um, gotta be a hard spot to be in. Oh, it wasn't. And look, I've had better trips. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've had better trips. Um, but we had this very, very fancy dinner with like her. I th- I want to say uncle. Um, it's it. You ever? I mean, you have. Do you have like just? I mean, that whole trip, I just blocked out of my mind. Do you oh. have like just? You're just. You try to yeah. forget. So wait, was she like excited for? Because this doesn't make any sense to me. Was she like excited for you to come, or was she like, yeah, I can't wait to see you, yeah. or what? Like led up to, and then you got there and you just immediately felt the vibe of like, was, oh, oh, this is a hundred percent. And you're there for two weeks. A hundred percent. So were you like, oh, this, I've made a terrible error in judgment. No, I was very like just confused. I thought it was something I did, like something I was like, did I forget to pack something or like. Well, because I've been in those kind of, those ends of relationships where you're like, oh, this person wants nothing to do with me, Uh but I thought we, everything was good. Yes, that's exactly where I was. And it was, and it hadn't been. I'm sorry, man. Oh, look, I mean, it took, honestly, that was. I mean that was good in the in the end. I mean it's all good in the yeah. end, you know. Um, whether I tell people that all the time, like I have a, a bunch of bits about my ex fiance, and people are always like, "Well, do you ever think you're gonna?" And I was like, "No, that's over. It's gone." But I'm glad that everything happened the way it did because now I'm in New York City recording a podcast with a very good friend of mine, exactly. very funny comic, like out of studio. Like that doesn't happen if we get married and have kids. Oh, a hundred percent. No, so I would, works out. I would be wherever she is right now. Yeah, I a hundred. I in Japan. Yeah, and I was, let me tell you, I was not a local dude. <laughs> so what happened? So you guys go out to this big fancy dinner? Fancy dinner. And then, so there's a bunch of uh, Japanese businessmen that join us and her family. And so I, I'm, I'm Do one. You, does her family know them or is it like you're all yeah. seated at the same so table, all kind of fam- a hibachi style? Or? Yeah, so it's, they take us back to like a private room. Okay. And like, they're like c- cooking like chicken skewers and... Uh, and for those listening at home, I don't speak Japanese. <laughs> a little bit of Russian, yeah, no Japanese. Yeah, just, yeah, chuchuts uh, in Russian. Um, I'm surprised I knew what little was. I'm very proud of that. Um, but, and then they just start ordering very fancy sake. And I've never, like, I've never had sake. Like, I've never, um, but we just, I mean, they're just like, you want some? And I'm like, yes, please. Because if things are not going great with her, yeah. I don't know what you're saying. Like, like I... Let's get drunk. <laughs> Let's fucking do it. Let's just enjoy. Fresh and, off a of kidney surgery. Yeah, dude. So I didn't realize how quick that would take. And I and I didn't know how to say kidney in Japanese. And I was downing I was just downing sake shots and we got to a point where at some point they offered me, they were like, Would you like an internship or something like with one of our prime ministers? And I was like, that feels, they were like, you study political science. I was like, I do. And they're like, how would you like to hang with the prime minister? I was like, I don't, I, I think, I mean, do you know how like a life changing of an opportunity that would be? That would have been crazy. And I was just like, I, I was like, fellas, <laughs> I was like, I was like, clearly you don't know who you're dealing with. Right now. <laughs> like, please, 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 please don't make, like, I was just like, I was like, let's just get drunk and talk about girl. Like, let's stop. Like, let's don't make me meet with a primate. They were trying to give me their phone numbers and like, emails oh, really? and like they were, they were so generous. I mean, everyone I met in Japan was so nice. And I was, and I was so lost and confused with my girlfriend that was just pounding back shot. And I, 
I just remember the whole night like trying to talk myself out of trying to meet with a prime minister. <laughs> <laughs> And with all these very like unbelievably successful Japanese businessmen, and the and the and, and it was the it was one of the more it was it was such a fun night. Like you ever had like it was such a dark like a cruddy week, and I was just getting absolutely trashed with these gentlemen. Yeah, <laughs> gentlemen, uh, gentlemen, dude. This sweet like my like just like the nicest people with someone that didn't want me there. Like I was just and I was like it was such a spectacle to behold, and that was. I mean, everything, I mean, there's nothing bad that came from it. I think I peed in a hole on the way home. Um, there you go. Get some. And it was, look, I mean, I, I wish there was more of a pop to it. I, I, I didn't meet the prime minister, but I made a lot of good friends. There you go. <laughs> I made a lot of good friends. And that's, I mean, I wish, that's what it's all about. Man. That is what it's all about. I, I don't know, dude. I'm trying it. That was it. That was really it. That was really it. <laughs> so, I, I do. Despite your not going crazy with drinking, I do appreciate you coming on and sharing the the stories that you do have. Yeah, I I gotta do more, dude. I think that's what this just made. I gotta go out and get drunk like now. Well, yeah. Next time you, once you get a couple more stories just, under your belt, we'll have you back on. Just Facetime you, just like, hey man, <laughs> hey, dude, I'm hammered. Uh, don't do anything too crazy though. You only have one kidney, right? Yeah, it is. It is pretty a big roll of the dice. That was I got a met. That was three years ago yesterday. Oh wow. Yeah. So that was that. um. Happy anniversary to you and your uh, ex girlfriend. Yeah, dude. Wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that be every? So many people were like, "So you love this girl, right?" Like the nurses were like, "You should marry her." I was like, "I feel like I feel like that's unprofessional." I feel oh, like- <laughs> I thought you meant the anniversary of Japan. You the anniversary oh, no. of your surgery? Yeah, three years of the surgery. I don't. Japan was. I guess that's coming up too. <laughs> Just like, um, yeah, dude. I. I don't know. I. I was very, I was very lucky. I was very, I've, my mom, my mom growing up was, is an alcoholic. So I stayed, like I stayed away from it. Yeah. I don't know. Did you have a lot of that running in your family? Yeah. Everyone in my family is big heavy drinkers. Yeah. So it's just one of those things where, but everyone, see, this is the last thing we'll talk about because we do have to wrap up. Okay. This is one thing that's really interesting is I wouldn't, I would never call anybody else an alcoholic, but everyone in my family likes to drink. Like we're Eastern European, drinking is a part of our culture. But the reason, especially I would say is because everyone has something that's more important than drinking, except me. Right. Like my older sister has her job, you know, my dad has his, his work and his, you know, his wife and everything. Like everyone can, if they need to stop, they'll just stop. Right. I never had that switch because nothing in my life was ever more important than drinking. Sure. Like I'd quit jobs. I'd walk out. Like I'd fucking just not show up. Right. And it's weird because like my family can drink most people under the table, but if something push came to shove, they would just stop. And I just never could. Right. Which is why I have to be completely sober. Cause like I talk to Savannah about it all the time. She's like, eh, yeah, it's kind of shitty that we can't just have like a couple glasses of wine with dinner. And I go, yeah, well, I mean, we could, but then I probably within six months, I wouldn't have rent. So, like, you want to play this game? Yeah, dude. Hell of a dinner. <laughs> like, uh, but, yeah. yeah. So, I just – I mean, and you're good because you – it's good that you have that ability to see it and be like, nah, I'm just not going to do that. I think – I truly do believe, like, I could – like make it a problem. Like yeah. I, like I've like it's yeah, fun. It's fun. I, I'm, I'm like I get it, dude. Yeah, <laughs> like, I it's get, fun as shit. I, man. I get, I get it. <laughs> I, and so I, I try to every, but, but like I said, I mean, I wouldn't want that. As you, we have these goals and these passions yeah. and these other things. They're well, just well now, especially with comedy. There's nothing more important. It's astronomically more important. Yeah, and but it, it's fun. 
yeah, <laughs> it, it is fun. fun. It is fun. Speaking of more important, plug everything one more time. Where they can find you on social media, your show, everything like that. Perfect. Uh, Instagram is find the profit. Uh, the show also on Instagram, goon to a goblin. Uh, thank you, little Wayne. And you can. Um, our next show will be July fourteenth. Beautiful. Perfect. Um, thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Follow me on all social media at Brennan T Comedy. Um, BrennanTComedy.com. Check out the new merch. Just came out. And then uh, we got shows coming up at The Stand. I got a secret show at a place I'm not allowed to talk about, but apparently it's a very big club. So that'll be fun. And then um, we'll talk to you all next week. Thank you for having me, dude. Yeah, of course, man. Dude, that was a pleasure. That was fun. That was wild.